Slapping, and welcome to Tank Slapping, your brother's show. <laughs> I was thinking about forwarding this call like I typically do, but I told him I better not this time. Episode 27, Tank Slapping Podcast. I'm back, baby. <laughs> One week off. The boys held it down strong. I might need to find a new job. They did such a good job, but we're back at it, Sammy. What's going on, dude? Well, I was going to uh, ask, man. I, I know you're not looking any better, but are you feeling any better? <laughs> I feel way better than I did last Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I had a lot. Like I said, I, I told you yesterday on the phone, I had a lot of people call me and <laughs> and text me. And yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful, man. That was a, it was a hard, hard tumble, but feeling good got back to riding i did a little test on monday and i i felt felt awesome so yeah it was just a just a tumble and uh, i wasn't wasn't feeling up the snuff to uh to deal with your shit on the podcast so i had to sit <laughs> i had to sit the night out <laughs> nah well, you, you know, guys crushed it you know i mean hey uh you know you, you ride motorcycles you're gonna end up in the dirt every now and then and feeling a you know not not tip top shape it's you know par for the course but yeah so uh but hey i like i told you the the, the good news in that was well you know once uh, people heard the show and everybody reached out to you i'm like well now you know who really listens to the show <laughs> yeah it was a lot of people actually so uh yeah it was good man i i got to listen to it david aldana was uh amazing as expected and uh he he gave me some shit told me i need to take the training wheels off my bike so that was pretty funny and uh, I appreciate all the kind words from from David as well later on in the show, man. That's uh, it's always appreciated, and um, yeah, just hearing those kind of words from from legends in the sport, it's all surreal to me. You know, just uh, I, I was a kid growing up; these guys are my heroes. So, you know, he did mention that uh, he didn't get a chance, or he wasn't sure if he raced with my dad. But my dad was actually, I would say, he was the era after David. Um, my dad got his national number. I think his first one in like 1982, 83. So. I don't know how long David raced for, but yeah, my dad uh, was a little bit younger than David was. So, um, but yeah, no, that was an awesome interview. It was, uh, it was, it was good, it was good to hear. It was long, but every every bit of it was amazing. So it was, yeah, no, I I couldn't really even critique anything. It was great. You guys killed it. Yeah, well, you know, it ended up going a little longer. You know, it, it, for those of you that heard the show, uh, you know, he had uh, some prior commitments, and when it came time for him to say so long he's like well what the hell let's keep going you know you can't say no to that right so it's like all right yeah let's, yeah, let's, yeah let's do it <laughs> love it yeah if you guys did get a chance to episode 26 go back itunes spotify soundcloud sign cloud and give it a listen before we get any farther in i want to make sure we shout out our sponsors carter did a great job at this last show as well i was pumped on on how he did this so kudos to carter as always swiss army knife the guy can do it all Bell Power Sports, all three champions from the American Flat Track Series, wore the Bell Race Star Flex last season. Check out bellhelmets.com to view their full line of products. Big shout-out to Jerry Stinchfield from Roof Systems. Jerry actually called me up right away when he heard the pod, and, hey, man, you all right? So really, really nice guy. 40 years of roofing experience, commercialroofsystems.net. Without Jerry supporting the sport, American Flat Track, we uh, would have a lot less riders. So big shout-out to Roof Systems. Dunlop Tire, the official tire of the American Flat Track Series with their new and improved DT4 Flat Track Tire. Dunlop has two compound fronts 
and three compound rear flat track tires available. To find your nearest dealer, visit DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. Hit them up on social media. Tell them the boys from Tank Slap and sent you. And last but not least, man, Moto America. We really appreciate them supporting our sport and our series. They are the official road racing series in the USA, led by 190-mile-an-hour superbikes. Did you know that Moto America viewership has exceeded 10 million already this year, and it also offers over $1 million in superbike purse? American Road Racing is on the prowl. The Ridge in the Pacific Northwest is the next round on the series, August 28th to 30th. It's TV only, unfortunately, but you can obviously go on MotoAmerica.com, get that live plus membership, check the live action on Fox Sports, Saturday and Sunday, Superbike, Super Sport on MAV TV, Saturday and Sunday, and then upcoming races other than the Ridge, New Jersey Motorsports Park, September 11th and 13th, and Barber Motorsports Park, September 18th to 20th. Both of those are open to fans, so get your tickets. Check out the Moto America series. We uh, really appreciate them supporting our podcast, and uh, we do the same. There's some really good racing at the uh, at the last round in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, um, as I always tell everybody, if you don't get a chance to watch the races, you know, whether it's online or TV, visit their Instagram, and uh, they do great race recaps. Yeah, I, I just want to I wanted to mention there is a if you follow the Instagram, there is some. Some drama over the weekend, which we love to see. Uh, it's always good entertainment. I don't know if you saw it, Sammy, but Josh Heron and Kyle Wyman were were throwing blows on social media. Well, on the track too. I saw. I guess Josh yeah. break checked Kyle on one of the corners, and but uh, from what I've heard, Wyman, you know, did something. Almost took Josh out first initially. So um, Wyman flipped off Josh, and and then on the Instagram page, you can go back and look at it. Uh, Josh Aaron had a really, really uh, entertaining comment to, to, to Kyle Wyman. So yeah, I, Josh is a is a good friend of mine, man. He's he's polarizing, and he definitely grows the sport. And uh, you know, Wyman's doing really well this year on, on the Ducati. I, I don't really chat with Wyman too much anymore. He used to race flat track and grew up racing with him. But it, it's good to see uh, some personality. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, if if someone pisses you off, yeah, yeah, it's interesting entertainment for sure and you know hey i, I love it I, I love a good scuffle I, I like rivalries that are built uh on the racetrack so makes it fun yeah exactly and then moto gp brad bender wow that's how you say his last name brad bender ktm win pretty pretty crazy i uh i was like wait in moto gp the big class the ktm one i couldn't believe it so so that was rad congrats to him we'll have to ask shana what kind of uh advice she gave her ktm teammate when we have her on the show tonight that's right shana texter is coming on the show so that's a little i didn't mean to drop that right now but yeah we'll, we're having shana on so that'll be kind of awkward and fun at the same time and then uh, i just wanted to give joe roberts a shout out too he uh, grabbed the podium moto two class uh first american on the podium and in, in that whole series in a very long time so it was uh it was really cool to see roberts get on pole and then uh finish on the podium yeah, big weekend for MotoGP. I, when I, I was like, I, I was looking, I was like, wait, let me, what? What did I see? You know, KTM, what? And I, I was like, I wasn't sure if I was seeing it right. I had to like go to a couple different pages and check it out. And I was like, no way. And uh, to win in the dry, you know, it wasn't like a, a rain race or something odd or different, um, you know, and that, that was, uh, that was big. That was really big. And then 
course, to echo what you said, Corey, with Joe Roberts, an American, you know, uh, in, in a sport that one time uh, we dominated. Uh, we've been getting our ass handed to us for quite a while now in that series. So it's good to see uh, an American in there and fighting uh, for podium positions and finishes. And that that's really cool to see. So, uh, you know, anybody that's a, an American, I mean, you got to feel proud of, of Joe Roberts in, in the ride he had. America, baby, don't count us out. Normally, well, except for soccer. You can count us out in soccer. We're <laughs> Definitely count soccer. us out in soccer. Yeah, <laughs> Boys yeah. soccer, boys soccer. The girls are good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I also want to give a shout-out to J.J. Sams. He's a rider from Michigan. He listens to our show, and he was injured not too long ago, and uh, he's fighting through a really serious injury. Paral- he's paralyzed, and uh, another flat track, you know, rider, uh, really, really fast rider from Michigan, up-and-coming guy. And he, he listens to our show. He reached out to me, and he, he says he enjoys our podcast. So I wanted to show him some love and keep uh, keep healing up, buddy. And we're thinking of you and uh, and your family. So keep digging. Flat track races are a special kind of tough. So uh, yeah, I think you'll uh, you'll 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 finish strong, man, and figure figure this whole thing out. So definitely thinking of you. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I've I've been following uh, JJ's progress. Uh, through Facebook and social media, and uh, you know, you can tell he's a he's a flat tracker, man. Because uh, you know, nobody fights as hard as a flat tracker, that's for sure. And I can see him uh, making making progress. So we're all behind you, and uh, just want to wish you the best. And, and uh, you know, we'll all be following along on your uh, re- road to recovery. Yeah, and uh, you know, another thing I wanted to touch upon, we'll we'll give uh, Shana here a call in a bit, but. Sturgis Bike Week, man. It's I know we've talked about it. I'm super bummed I'm not out there. That's my my favorite favorite race trip of the year. I love just like the whole atmosphere of Sturgis Bike Week, the Black Hills, Spearfish Canyon, Rapid City. I just love going out there for that event, and I'm super bummed that I'm not there right now. I did see they had a pretty cool Super TT, Sammy. I don't know if you saw. I've seen some videos on Facebook, but it was like a massive TT and like a field outside of the Buffalo chip. Um, you know, inside the chip is awesome. That's one of my favorite tracks I've ever ridden, but this little outdoor, well, massive <laughs> outdoor super TT was pretty, pretty awesome. It looked cool. I, I couldn't really see like who was out there racing. Cause it was such a big track. I couldn't see their numbers or anything, but it looked like fun. They had like three or four jumps and it, yeah, it looked cool. So yeah, that was definitely, um, I wish I was out there. That looks really yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, somebody sent me uh, in my messenger on Facebook. Somebody sent me a link to uh, a live feed of that, and I, and at first I had no idea. And I, you know, I, what what I was watching, and I was like, oh, is this like somebody's backyard? And I'm like, and then pretty soon I watched like a lap or two, and I was like, that's a pretty cool track. You know what, what's going on here? Uh, come to find out, that it was the TT you're talking about in Sturgis. I mean, that looked pretty cool. I mean. It looked fun to ride. I'd want to ride it. You know, it, it looked like uh, I, the guys were having a blast. It just looked like a lot of fun to ride. So I, I don't know what the fast. deal is. And yeah, I don't know what really the fast. deal is. <laughs> yeah. If it's staying around or if it was just like a for this year kind of deal, I really don't know a whole lot about it. But I hope it's there uh, when we all show up next year. That place looked, uh, that place looked cool. Yeah, I mean, to to make a track that big in in like South Dakota in the middle of the summer, I would think it'd be a dry hunk of shit. And actually, it looked really good. It was grooved up, and 
you know, I, I don't know what I, yeah, I, have, I don't know much about what, how they did that or what they did, but yeah, it looked uh, it looked really cool. So if you um, if you want to experience Sturge's Bike Week uncensored, there's a friend of mine you can follow on Instagram. His name's Preston Burrows, and uh, he's a he's a good friend of mine, and he's been posting some gnarly shit. So uh, <laughs> like I'm I'm warning you, it's uncensored. I don't want to hear oh we let our kids watch this guy's Instagram page, but go on it, dude. He's like just sending it all week in Sturgis. He's he he hit me up last week. He come to Sturgis. I'm like I wish, bro. I wish and and uh, yeah. I don't. I would have probably had to avoid uh, Preston and Sturgis because <laughs> I would have had a, a, a really bad headache for the entirety of the week. It looked like fun though. Yeah, you know, if I was a little younger and a single guy, that's a, exactly who I would want to be hanging out with in Sturgis. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a blast, piling people in the van, and they're just getting wild and nuts and doing Sturgis the way, you know, uh, proper, should I say, uh, to quote uh, Oliver Brindley there, the proper. But, yeah, he's doing Sturgis proper. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah fair warning. It's not for the kids, but he's having a good time. Yeah, it's badass. But, yeah. Let's uh let's give Shane a call. I she just I got a text. She drove. She lives in the woods, so she had to drive somewhere to get better service. So, she's hanging out in her car waiting. Let's give her a ring, Carter. Talk to uh Shane a little bit. Hello. Shana Texter. <laughs> what's up? Are you? Uh, what's happening? Welcome to Tank Slapping, uh, your brother's show. <laughs> I was thinking about forwarding this call like I typically do, but I told him I better not this time. <laughs> uh, he tells me she don't get the calls. <laughs> you know, I don't get the calls. I got to send her the old screenshot. What do you mean? This time, this time she had to answer though. <laughs> so uh, it's good to have you on finally. I know it was probably a little awkward for Corey to have you on since obviously brother and sister i get it uh but you know there's too many people that are like when are you gonna have shane on the show when are you gonna have shane on the show and you would think like the host of the show would kind of have an in with you so i guess i don't know uh, what he had to do but i guess he finally convinced you did it take much convincing or <laughs> what uh, what did it take uh, to bribe you a little bit uh just because you know typical Corey, he likes to pick when shane is the busiest so um yeah, actually planning to leave in the morning for my bachelorette party. So it's great timing on Corey's part, but uh, <laughs> it didn't take too too much convincing. Yeah, I'm sure you're not having like a busy night. You don't need to pack and you don't have a million things going on, right? You got you got time to sit down and talk to us for, for what, Corey, say three hours tonight, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> I know almost, I know most of these answers we're going to ask you, but I'm going to humor the audience and not try to not make it too awkward, but... Yeah, like Sammy said, a lot of people wanted you to come on the show. I'm not sure why, you know, but whatever. We uh, we try to give the people what they want. And I want to talk about some things that haven't been covered in Shana Texter interviews, typically. I've, I've read a lot of them. So we'll try and touch upon some things that people might, know, might, might not know about you. But I wanted to start off, are you a fan of Tank Slap and Podcast? And how many episodes have you listened to? <laughs> oh, man. Um... So I don't honestly listen to a lot of them <laughs> um, just because I'm usually running around busy and don't have a lot of 
lot of time in the car to pick my station, usually Briars in control of that. So I have listened to a couple of them. The Johnny Murphy one, that one was super cool. Uh, a couple at the beginning with, with Chambers involved. And, um, but, you know, I'm always sharing this stuff because if I don't, I, I get a text message yelling at me from some, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, you know, I'm going to take full advantage of having you on here right now uh, because this works both ways. Right. So I want to ask you before we kind of get into anything else, uh, what kind of dirt could you give us on Corey? Like, you know, uh, like what was his favorite cartoon growing up or what? what throw, throw him under the bus right now. Here's your chance. His favorite cartoon growing up? Did he have a boy um, band he used to like or anything like that? Or yeah. No, he was a big Britney Spears fan, though, back in the day. I remember that. And uh, and Barbie, the song Barbie Girl, he definitely did a, I think he did a little oh, yeah. skit with that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, Corey, he's kind of an, an open book. Everyone knows the ins and outs of Corey, whether they want to hear it or not at all times. And um, he, uh, everyone knows he's a big Disney fan, So and he still is. He, he'll text me about Disney movies I've never even heard of that are out that he's like, you got to watch. And can you imagine trying to put the Disney Channel on with Briar at the house? It doesn't work. <laughs> Barbie girl, I like yeah. that. Hey, I you like never that. know, Briar. Briar didn't know much about Harry Potter, and we got him on the Harry Potter uh, gig. So now, now Briar can quote every Harry Potter movie, man. So you never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we can we can quit the dirt right now. I I that I can live with that. I I thought there was gonna be a little bit more embarrassing shit coming out of your mouth. So we'll, we'll I can I can accept I'll, that. I'll keep that between the family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Darn, I was getting ready. To, I was getting ready to hang up the call with you quick, but uh, yeah. Well, let's talk racing a little bit. You know, uh, like I said, I'm trying to trying to give people some insight on some things they might not know about. You know, a, a, a hot topic among your fans and within the flat track paddock is is uh you know you've been really successful on a single and they want to see you on a twin. Um, I I per I mean I might be biased, but I don't think you ever got a fair shot on the twins you've ridden. You know, I think there was some de- development with them bikes and things like that, but. What are your thoughts on you riding a twin in the future? And are you confident you could contend with the top riders if you had a twin that you uh, were comfortable with? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been a thought since I, you know, I left the, tw- the twins class to go back to singles racing. You know, the main the main reason I went back to singles racing was just to get my confidence up a little bit. Um, you know, now that basically, you know, my years on twins, it was all developments with um, with Triumph and then with the Richie Morris team, uh, brand new to flat track, really didn't have a whole lot of knowledge with the twin program. So for me, it was it was kind of a rough struggle in my entire twins program. I felt like. Um, definitely left some opportunities um, on the table as far as where I feel like I could have finished, um, you know, at some of the tracks, especially the mile tracks. I think I could definitely be competitive there. Um, you know, I did really well on the twin on a cushion track, which a lot of people wouldn't have expected back then just because I was so small and had to manhandle the thing. But I definitely, you know, in the future, always wanted to kind of be able to go back and end my career on a twin, uh, maybe doing some select rounds here and there. But Right now, my my opportunities and and shot to chase the championship makes the most sense in the singles class, and um, so that's kind of where I've stayed, just because of you know the business side of racing for me. It makes the most sense to be in the singles class, but I definitely want to go back to a twin before I'm done. But um, 
Man, I don't know. Briar and Jared are on a whole other level right now from from the rest of the competition. I feel like, um, you know, watching from the sidelines. I mean, it's just the two of them every week battling, week in and week out. So I think it definitely would be tough to to beat them 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 two. Um, but I, I definitely think, you know, I could get a, some, some top tens here and there and, and maybe even a shot further up on, on some of the miles. You know, uh, you, you mentioned, you know, how – the 450s and and I want to talk to you a little bit about the 450s. Uh, you had a chance to ride framers, uh, 450 framers, and obviously the production bikes as well. And, and I know it's your job to tell us how much you love the KTM. Uh, but like I said, there's there's still a lot of people that love framers, and uh, was wondering if if you were one of them. So with that said, if 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 the series were to ever go back to framers. And you could have the same support you do now. What would you prefer, framers or production bikes? And what would why? Um, I, it would be such a tough answer for me right now, just because I honestly haven't been on a 450 framer since man, probably 2010, maybe. I um, you know, I destroyed my framer at York House. <laughs> Um, when my dad was still here and, uh, I never got rebuilt. And, um, so for me, I haven't had a framer for such a long time besides riding the twins that I can't even tell you what it's like to be on a framer, but it was, it was a hard transition for me to go from the framer to the DTX, uh, production style bikes, just because I chose a framer every shot I had. I mean, I remember racing amateur nationals around these two cones. And I chose the framer on this rough little short track over a DTX bike just because it fit me so well. And I was able to t- turn the motorcycle so much faster. Um, so it was a really rough transition for me to go from uh, framer to production. But now, I, honestly, I can't tell you what it's like to be on a framer. But <laughs> I think if uh, I think if we had to shot, I think there's definitely some tracks still that, that I would prefer a framer over a DTX bike. Yeah, I've always I've always kind of said that uh, that being short sometimes it's hard on the DTX bikes to get the leverage you need and things like that. And I think the framers really fit little people, littler people, <laughs> uh, better than the bigger dudes. So yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't know what your answer would be on that one. Actually, most of these questions that I thought of, I actually don't know the answers to. So I'm kind of curious just to see what you'd say. But you know, you train with Adam Baker, and for those that don't know Adam Baker, he's uh a top supercross trainer. He trains Cooper Webb, Zach Osborne. He trained uh, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart. Um, so you train with Alan Baker at his Baker factory in Florida, alongside of some top, top, top riders. You know, supercross riders. So, what is that compound like? Uh, you wouldn't give me. You wouldn't let me sneak in with you. So, um, what does the compound look like? <laughs> Just kidding. What's the compound <laughs> like? And uh, and how often does he keep in touch with you throughout the week? Oh, yeah. I mean, Baker's factory, it's just top notch. I mean, you, you can't even drive or ride your bikes on, in the grass or get any dirt on the concrete like the guys who rain all about everything. And, and I think that's why, you know, at the end of the day, his program is so successful is because he's just on top of every little piece of the puzzle. Um, you know, for me, obviously, he's I've sh- I showed a little bit of glimpse from here and there um, of Baker's factory. He always builds me a TT track around the Supercross tracks to give me give me a place to ride and then also allows Briar and myself to go out there and ride the, the motocross tracks just because the guys are mostly on Supercross at that time. So it's, 
I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's awesome to be able to go to one spot and be able to ride and then get off the bike and go right into to the gym and working out with him and and just toning areas, you know, that I struggle on. You know, this this past year was my first year working with Alden, and I told him I wanted to, to get stronger upper body-wise. I felt like I was struggling, especially on the TTs, just not having the, the little bit of the extra upper body strength to, to really kind of man the motorcycle like the guys can do. So that's been a lot of our focus this off-season, which is trying to get stronger and, um, you know, have, have more of an endurance. So, you know, Alden watches pretty much every one of my races, you know, he's also working with Briar and Jared and um, always supportive. He's always texting, making sure we're on top of things, always yelling at us to, to download because, you know, I'm really bad at plugging my polar watch in and slacking in that area. So he's always on top of it. And that one minute when you think you're, you're going to slack and, and he's, he's not going to notice, you get a text and it's like, oh, man, it's 9 o'clock at night. I better get down there and start working out. But, um, no, nah, he's super on top of the flat track thing, so that's super cool. So Shayna, I, you know, like he said, you've been kind of riding some motocross a little bit down there at Alden Baker's place and through social media, you know, a lot of people can see that you've been riding moto and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, your training towards TT. So I kind of have a, like a two part question for you. One, I want to know how that's coming along for you, you know, riding all this motocross and, and, and trying to step up that TT game. Uh, and then the second part is because it's tank slapping. I have to ask you uh, if there were five TTs on the schedule next year and they were all the same track, what track would you want it to be? Uh, Daytona, Peoria, Buffalo chip or Springfield? It's been no lie or no secret that TTs have been a little bit of a weak part in my program. It's, I mean, man, it's so frustrating for me. You know, every time I put up a social media post, someone's like, get out and TT, right? Get out and do this, fix that. And it's like, man, I'm trying. Like, I want to make a TT race. I want to win a championship. And, um, you know, I know what I got to do. But it's also, you know, frustrating at times, too, as a rider, because people forget how successful I've been on other tracks. You know, people forget that I'm no slouch on a short track, you know, or a half mile. It seems like they only tend to remember what I've done on miles, which is kind of surprising to me as a racer. But um, I've been working so hard. I've been motoring and, and I'm getting better. At, you know, I just talked to the team actually this past week because I'm getting better at moto. And now my suspension is actually, uh, I think, holding me back a little bit. It needs to be stiffened up now that I'm able to jump the motorcycle further and faster. So that's good. It's, it's nice to feel a difference on a motorcycle from this year at this point compared to last year. You know, I didn't, I didn't grow up riding trails or motocross. I grew up, and Corey did as well, riding in circles in the, in the field at a Harley shop, you know, I didn't, I didn't know TTs were going to be a part of a championship back then as a kid and be so important now to be a well-rounded rider like that. So I'm trying to kind of make up that ground that I lost. And, um, you know, I had some bad accidents on TTs in years past that I'm trying to rebound. And, and, uh, I think, you know, I think I'm finally getting, getting better. And, and I felt great in Florida leading up to Daytona. Um, but to answer your other question, if there was five, I would honestly probably pick Springfield TT, and I don't, I don't know anyone that probably wouldn't pick Springfield to do all five at. I thought you were gonna say Peoria. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one for for me. I don't, I like that question, Sammy. I'd probably go Chip, Chip or Springfield. I don't know. I mean, the dirt at Springfield's so hard to like. That's the I mean, thing. That dirt, you just, I mean, not that you want to crash, but you know. 
it's dirt you want to roll around in man it's just like it's so good you know that dirt (laughs) is like brownie dirt you know it's like oh Uh, (laughs) it's just great it's just perfect but i mean i honestly i was kind of inspired by daytona this year though too you know i got to do a little bit of track walk and stuff like that being on the safety committee and stuff and it's like it's definitely going to be interesting that much asphalt in our program so it might might be a little curveball into to doing that one five in a row, but as of today, Springfield. Quick question, uh, you know, since you mentioned, you know, the Daytona TT, have you been doing any? I know you've been doing, you know, some moto uh, riding, but have you been doing anything that, uh, you know, any pavement riding, any supermoto, anything to kind of, you know, prepare you for Daytona, or are you, or are you just, you know, rolling with the punches when it comes to a place like Daytona TT? No, I mean, definitely leading up to Daytona in March. I mean, we, I definitely spent some time on asphalt um, leading up to it, in addition to riding at Alden's and uh, some of the surrounding flat tracks in the area down there in Florida. But, you know, after after Florida got uh, postponed, for me, it just it doesn't make sense right now to be on asphalt. So um, if a TT is put back on our schedule, then, you know, we'll shift gears again. But for right now, it's just been uh, trying to go fast on ovals and, and incorporate moto throughout the week on my program. Yeah, you mentioned not growing up on TTs and stuff like that. But there was a time, actually, a lot of people don't probably know it, but Shayna actually was a pretty solid TT rider when she was coming up through. I mean, as an amateur, she had a couple podiums and – she used to whoop our asses at Piston Poppers, a little local TT back in the day. And then, yeah, a couple crashes, I think, probably, you know, weren't weren't helpful for your TT stuff. Um, I'll have to bring up the uh, Peoria photo from uh, 2000, I don't know, what, what year was that? 2009, you went uh, uh, landed and went up over the bars and crashed pretty hard. So I um, have to find that photo. But, yeah, it's, it's a confidence thing, I think. And. The thing is, too, everybody, I, compared to you know, thirty years ago, everybody, everybody that races right now, they're all really good TT moto guys. I mean, back then, it seemed like people just kind of they just showed up for the TTs and did the best they could, and you know, guys could show up and get fifth, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth. But now everybody is so good at moto and road racing and supermoto, and everybody in the main events are really pretty solid motocross guys you know so it's it's definitely different than it used to be that's a whole nother subject we can go into but um you know i know we've been talking a lot about racing Shayna. you know you, you you're in the limelight so a lot of people know about you know the racing side of you but uh i want to know a little bit about you know what you know Shayna away from a racetrack so i guess with that said you're in for a treat <laughs> uh, what would be your perfect off, you know, off season weekend that has nothing to do with racing? So it's not like oh, I'm gonna go riding or I'm gonna go training. Like, what's the perfect Shana Texter weekend? Here we go. <laughs> I think you know, honestly, like I spend so much time in the limelight at the track. Like for me, honestly, the perfect off season weekend is being at home, um, sitting outside in the fire with some of my close friends um yeah i mean i love mowing just some like me time um hanging out hanging out with my puggle i was on the couch watching some netflix just uh relaxing you know it's kind of funny but briar actually asked me this today you know because he never got to meet my dad but he goes man was your dad this boring (laughs) (laughs) because i honestly like i'm a pretty boring person pretty simple i just 
yeah, I'm just, I enjoy, um, you know, the people that are around me. I enjoy family. Um, just kind of catch up on time that I miss, you know, throughout the year with traveling. And um, for me, I love being home and just enjoying the outside. So I got to ask you, you got like a push mower or a riding mower? I don't want to talk about this because Corey has my riding mower right now. Oh, so. I got zero turn. <laughs> yeah. It takes me. What do you have? And, and yeah, so, you know, and, and I'm getting ready to get married to the champ. And we can't even get a, a zero-turn mower. I'm out there pushing on in my yard. <laughs> and it takes me, like, three and a half hours. I do, like, 11 inches pass. And I'm all about the line, so I'm super anal about it. And there I am pushing on my mower as I'm thinking of the zero-turn just sitting up in Corey's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing put- far Dude. He posts that up on Instagram, too. I thought that was his mower. <laughs> Dude, he just learned how to use it, like, three weeks ago. Like, three weeks, how to turn it it's on. like, three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, like, the quarantine happened, and my, my pop would always come up and mow, mow, mow my grass, and I'm like, the, the quarantine was, like, pretty serious, and my grass was getting really tall. I'm like, I told Amber, I'm like, well, let's go see if I can screw up the grass with this lawnmower. <laughs> like, uh, he yeah. didn't screw Nothing up the far- grass. He took out the mailbox. <laughs> I did. I did. I jacked my mailbox. Yeah, had to fix. <laughs> had to get Pop to fix that. <laughs> Yeah, nothing uh, fires Shane up quite like mowing grass, man. Like, like her perfect scenario. Like, girls want to go to the beach, get their nails done, get some, get some like Starbucks. Shana wants to mow the grass and watch Netflix and hang out with her dog on the couch. Like, simple, <laughs> simple person. The one day we were like, Barrar and I were down. We have like a home gym at our house right now, and uh, we we're down working out. And he was like. You hate it down here. You don't even want to be down here. You'd rather be outside mowing right now doing yard work. And I'm like, yeah, you're you're exactly right. Where he's like the opposite. Like, he's more of like the dishes, you know, that kind of stuff. Do the laundry where I'm like, I'd rather be outside just grinding, like cut, trimming the bushes, weed whacking, mowing, you know, leaf blower, the whole nine. That's that's up my alley. You, you know, I'm going to, you know, I don't know what it is, but it seems like, uh, that that seems to be the case for a lot of Pennsylvania girls for some reason. I don't know. Like, you know, on my end, you know, in my house, like Manda is like, I mean, I, I was like, you should have been a landscaper. <laughs> like she's all about it. So I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's something in the water, but uh, you know, um, you know, to get back to kind of racing, not necessarily motorcycle racing. Cause I want to talk about your grandfather. And I, I know it's been mentioned a lot, you know, uh, you know, even at the AFT races that, you know, he was a, an accomplished uh, sprint car driver. And, uh, you know, obviously you have your motorcycle career. I think I talked to Corey about this before on the show. But uh, have you ever had any thoughts about uh, strapping in a car one day, whether it's just for fun or maybe even after your motorcycle career? I think we'll leave that to Corey. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm much better on two wheels a lot more talented on two wheels than driving a car <laughs> but i can get by I, but as far as um you know every time i go to the go-kart track and that kind of stuff i definitely get smoked behind four wheels it's um it's weird it's weird for me it's you know especially go-karts you sit a lot lower um you know sprint cars watching them flip through the air that just even though they're in the roll cage it just doesn't intrigue me i um i don't know i like uh i like being on two wheels and you know, I've been fortunate, I guess, that I'm small. So if I do crash most of the time, 
you know, I bounce <laughs> a lot, a lot more. So uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I want to do the four wheel thing. Yeah, I, like you said, sign me up, baby. I'll do it. I think I, I think I'd like that until you, until I flip flip once or twice, and maybe I I would change my thinking. But yeah, I mean, he mentioned he mentioned Grandpa Fitz. So those everyone that comes to the races, they know they know Glenn. You know, Grandpa Fitz. So how would you best describe Grandpa Fitz Charles to people listening right now? Like what? What's a defining characteristic of, of that guy and and, uh, and how he is? Well, you know, everyone knows him how he is now, so it's usually like, huh? And they're like, look at you, like, what? And it's like, oh, he didn't hear me. He's just making up some conversation with you. You know, all those years of spring car racing, you know, back then, they didn't wear earplugs and stuff, so he's actually completely deaf, like, in one ear. So most of the time, if you carry a conversation with him, he has no clue what's going on. But He just nods. He just nods. Yeah, and he'll just ramble out a whole bunch of stuff that he has no idea what he's saying. But, um, no, I mean, Pop is, like, you know, he's honestly, like, been our lifesaver since we lost our dad and um, really stepped up big for us. And, um, you know, he's, like, honestly, like, my best friend. I was just telling somebody the other day, I was like, man, I'll call Pop, and it's like, right away, he's like, dude, I'll be there in 10 minutes, like, so for me, it's just he's a great role model, a great person to have in the pit area, and um, he's always, always asking what's the latest news in flat track. Yeah, he he's a you know he's for for those that have uh, you know are, are within the sport, you know he he's a staple uh, in the pits. Uh, you always see, or now should I say paddock? He's a staple, uh, you know, in, in the paddock for sure. Between bounce between you and Corey's. Uh, you know, paddock set up, but yeah, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's also no secret that you are getting married. Um, and with that, I want to, I want to ask, uh, what's Briar's thoughts on changing his name to Texter? <laughs> oh man. I mean, he would probably be all for it if there wasn't a Corey Texter in the paddock. But that kind of turns it off a little bit that he's not too, too much for it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, you know, is it now? I don't want to jump the gun here, but uh, you know, obviously, you built a name for yourself. Um, are you gonna keep your name, or are you gonna be a Bauman? <laughs> well, if you ask Briar, he's all about like trying to to get that branding going <laughs> he wants to sell more merch with the last name Balvin. but um, i don't know you know it's it's kind of weird weird to think about you know because um you know for me it's like i look at my last name it's it's cool you know like for me uh, to live in the legacy of the textures you know with how great my grandfather was of a person and my dad like it's it's super cool to have the last name texture. It's something that I'm kind of proud of a little bit. And, um, you know, the brand that I've been able to create in the sport with it. So I'm not a hundred percent sure yet what I'm going to do. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to have Bauman a part of my name. I just don't know if I'm going to hyphen it or, or, um, create another middle name, make texture, my middle second middle name. I don't know. We'll see. The wait and see press release. Shit. I didn't know any of that. That's cool. Um, Man, I'm learning shit on this podcast. She never answers her phone. We get her on the pod. We get some news drops. That's awesome. Um, we got a couple more for you, and then we're going to do a couple couple things here before we let you go. And they got big plans. So um, what uh, what are your plans after racing? 
I actually have no clue. So I'm kind of curious. What uh, what do you well, what do you see yourself doing when you're when you hang up the shoe, hang up the helmet? What's uh the life of Shannon Texer gonna be like? <laughs> Housewife, just stay at home, take care of my baby. No, I'm just kidding. Mow um, the lawn. Yeah, actually, Mow the lawn. Go back to winning. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably start a landscaping, landscaping business, and mow a bunch of people's lawn. But um, no, honestly though, I you know a lot of people probably don't know, but I actually have a, a degree, a bachelor in sports management, um, you know, and a minor in wellness and fitness. So I'm actually kind of trying to set myself up for the future a little bit with some education, and um, I want to stay involved in the sport in some capacity. I mean, racing's been a part of my life forever, even before I actually rode myself with with my dad and my grandfather being involved so motorcycles are a huge huge part of my life and um i want to stay involved i just don't know yet exactly what capacity whether it will be um you know on on the on the aft side doing something trying to do something with them or if it'd be more on running a team you know i ran some teams in the past with myself and um you know really enjoyed that that capacity and you know like Corey, i like helping younger kids and giving back and i think you know being that i've been involved in the sport for so long now i've been kind of able to learn from from some of my own mistakes and stuff like that along the way um you know that that i had to learn when my dad passed away so i think i kind of have the business pretty well figured out and um you know my manager always jokes that he manages me so i can manage fire <laughs> so definitely <laughs> had some experience in, in the managing department and um you know i, I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't mind running my own team in the future, but uh, we'll see. Right now, I'm just kind of enjoying enjoying the last few years of my career and uh, trying to chase that number one plate myself. Yeah, well, I I guess that's good news for a lot of your fans to know that you know when when you do hang up the steel shoe, that there's a good chance that uh, you you might still be around in the sport. So I'm sure that made a lot of your, your fans really happy to hear. And uh, I got one more question for you, and it's just kind of a you know one of those off the wall questions, which is more curiosity than than anything. But if you could add any race to the series that's not a part of it right now. Uh, what track would it be and why? Like, what's your what's the track you like? Simple, Knoxville for me. <laughs> Won my first race there, backed it up the second year, and third year I um, qualified for my first Twins main event there. So for me, it's it's been really a successful racetrack for me. Um, you know, and then also having the connection to the the Sprint Car Hall of Fame is always an added cool little touch. So for me, it's super simple, Knoxville, Iowa. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Pretty easy one, yeah. I could have guessed that one. You know what? Now, you know, now that I think about it, you know, which I'm, I'm pretty good at talking before I think, obviously. So now that I think about it, I, that that was I don't know what I would one. say. All right. I don't know what I would pick. Like, I I could you tell you like what she would have picked. Prescott, Arizona, because you got third place there for second. That wasn't Prescott. That was uh Phoenix or whatever. But I would not go there again. That place sucked. <laughs> I don't know if I liked it. I did good. There's a difference. A, a lot of tracks. I most of the tracks I do good on. I don't want to go back. I think we should have a national timonium or something. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine a national? Oh, oh my gosh. Only, There'd be so only many salt off Only if uh, Joey's going to wear the referee shirt like Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Z for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. What an awful idea. Oh Let's my gosh. <laughs> That'd be nuts. Uh, all right. 
So the last segment we have on the show, we call it the high-low line, this or that. Since you're such a huge fan of Tank Slap and you know all about it, you've listened to all the shows, <laughs> I'm sure. So uh, we'll start it off. Sweet tea or Coca-Cola? This is actually Amber's question. Dang, that's a tough one, but probably Coca-Cola. I, I like tea, but I like making my own sweet tea, like unsweetened tea with a Splenda pack, not like Florida sweet. That's too sweet for me. Coca-Cola. So you're not, you're not a, like a Southern sweet tea girl? No, I'm like a, a Northeastern, like we get, you know, unsweetened, we have to add our own sugar. <laughs> tea sucks. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. How about this one? How about uh, you know, two of America's you know biggest races, uh, Daytona 500 or Indy 500? Oh man, probably Daytona 500. I, I never really watched Indy 500. That's because you're probably at Springfield that weekend, <laughs> so that makes exactly. sense too. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. So Daytona 500. All right, all right. Who would win in a fight, a grizzly bear or a gorilla? This question was just being talked about at my house the other day. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think, too. Okay, so. Although gr- gorilla would have some hops in it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th- this one's, uh, you, 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 I got to put a little context to it. You got to drive to the races. And you either get to listen to dirty rap songs or like love songs. What's on? What are you gonna listen to? What do you mean like by dirty rap? Like, like I'm talking like yeah. naughty like rap. M&M, like, yeah, like you know, like, I, uh, you know, I mean uh, stuff they don't play on the radio necessarily. Like you know, just dirty rap music. Like dirty. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, just, you know, I right, think about like you editing. know like. Like like big booty songs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I think it just depends on what mood I'm in that day. Like probably love songs because just you know, I'm just driving to the track with Briar and we're just so in love, so <laughs> <laughs> I've been in those car rides. <laughs> Ain't nothing like that when I'm in there. <laughs> Dude, usually we're we're super stressed going to the track. So if I'm in a really bad mood, I'll throw an M M&M and M and just look at me and just smile <laughs> dude briar and shana they go for the jugular when they're mad at each other it's like it's it's tense in there i'm like all right be nice guys come on oh, um, if she fights anything like she races i feel bad for briar <laughs> yeah. Really yeah, look at, yeah look at Corey. he has no self-confidence after he grew up with me <laughs> that's messed up she's a big she's a big slim shady fan and throw on some m&m she might not know all the words, but she'll uh, she'll make the attempt. She's a big Eminem guy, loves Eminem. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go in for it. I was struggling. I was struggling a bit with these, but uh, this one's pretty good. You gotta wear one lipstick or mascara. Oh man, um, I probably go with the lipstick. I'm gonna poke my eye out, putting mascara on. You know, everything at the banquet. I gotta get my sister or Jody Johnson to put it on for me. Uh, all right here's a scenario you're <laughs> here's a scenario for you you're at some race and for whatever reason Corey and briar both are in need of a motorcycle who are you giving your backup bike to Corey or briar uh, Corey knows this answer 
It's Briar. <laughs> I never give a quarter about backup bikes. He doesn't even return your lawnmower. I don't blame you. That no. makes me sad. Like, I'm like, not even mad. Like, I'm just sad. He'll be like, I'll give you 50% be... checks in the mail and it won't show up. At least, like, Briar will buy me dinner that night. <laughs> I'll buy you dinner. Buy a Wawa hoagie, whatever. Like, it's not. Yeah, that that that's not a, that's not a that wasn't a good one, Sammy. That was like this or this. That was... Yeah, uh, tough time. No, that's like all right. It. I'll go. Well, I was gonna say I'll go over. I'll go over and get one of Bronson's backup bikes, but he just wouldn't give me one just to be a, a dick. He would just be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guess I'm not racing today. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, all righty. Uh, let's see. I got a couple more. Better at hunting, you or Briar? Right now, I got the bigger, bigger buck on the wall. So, I think, Ooh. I think uh, he's better at archery. I'm better at gun. That's for sure. He's got the whole like rattling the horns and stuff figured out. Where I just sit there and play games on my phone and wait for one to show up. <laughs> I say trophy on the walls. You know, says it all, right? <laughs> for now at least <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you, you, you might need a bigger house one day for that <laughs> uh to compensate but uh all right so uh you know and this is no dig at being small because obviously i'm short too i'm a little guy but being a you know of the shorter stature you had to be one professionally would you rather be a horse jockey or like a gymnast uh, horse jockey. Man, my sister was a gymnast, and she's hurt all the time. <laughs> yeah, gymnast. And you that, still get. A, and you still get to ride miles. Yeah, and you gotta train like so hard to be a gymnast. Like the amount of hours. Like I just don't have that type of commitment. Dude, <laughs> gymnast. Yeah, gymnast is no joke. Like that. She like the amount of you put in more hours as as a gymnast than you do any other sport I've ever seen. I mean, it's like six hours a day. And you go to school. Like at it, least. Yeah, that's at least six yeah. hours. Too much. Yeah, it's no joke. That's a tough one. That's a tough sport. Uh last one and then we'll let you roll. Um who was more your well, I don't know how to really word this, but more of a role model for you, more of a fan, Tammy Kirk or Nicole Meese? Um, Nicole Meese, honestly, just because I got to, to race with her and uh, and work with her a lot. You know, when my dad passed away, her and Jared both really stepped up to help me a lot, uh, kind of helped me find my way, and uh, I was always bouncing ideas and stuff off of her. So definitely, definitely Nicole for me. All good answers, Shayna. All good answers. I'm going to do my best to get your zero turn back for you. Uh, but, you know, I just wanted to say, <laughs> I just wanted to say, hey, uh, you know, if I knew you had a pack for your bachelorette party, uh, I, I wouldn't have done the show with you tonight. But I'm not your brother. So you can blame that and take that <laughs> up with him. But I, I do want to thank you for taking the time, uh, you know, to come on the show and, and talk with us. And to all the people that, you know, uh, follow you and, and are fans, uh, I'm sure they're going to love to hear from you. So I just wanted to, you know, say thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'm, I'm glad Corey finally allowed me to come on the show and uh, hope you all enjoyed it. I got one more quick question. I'll let you go. How many uh, how many drinks are you going to have this weekend? Drinks? I'm going to have a lot of lot of water. What do you, we want to see uh, lots of 
Yeah, we want to we want to see lots. Well, one of the questions that we were going to ask you is your favorite alcoholic drink, and I was just going to say like mouthwash because you don't even you don't drink anything, so it's got to be mouthwash. You yeah, know I don't, I, that's that goes right with the whole boring statement of me. I don't. I've never <laughs> never been drunk before. I didn't even get drunk on my twenty first birthday. So that's yeah. I'm all all business, ready to race Indy Mile. Well. Have fun this weekend. I'll chat with you probably later tonight. But thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. And talk to you soon. <laughs> thanks, right. Shana. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Well, that was not as awkward as I thought it'd be. You know, it's, it's I try to think of some questions that I legit was curious on, too. Like, the what are you going to do after racing thing? You know, it's not something you casually ask your sister. Like, hey, what are you going to do after racing? So get her on the podcast. You can kind of ask her the more serious questions that she has to answer so yeah that was definitely interesting to to hear that answer from her i i might i don't think i expected that so that was that was cool to hear yeah well yeah you know like you said Corey, there was a couple things i mean i was kind of surprised you're like oh wow i didn't know that so in uh you know speaking in show terms i guess it was a good show because it was informative i mean even you learned things so hopefully the people listening learned a lot too and enjoyed that um you know, I think it was great to have her on. I know it might have been a little, uh, it's your sister. So I, I know it's kind of weird to interview your, you know, a sibling, but, uh, it was, uh, it was a good show. I, and I'm not saying that because she, she's your sister. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, saying she's just my sibling is just like, it just puts, and that just, it sounds so simple for like the relationship that we have. I mean, it's, she's a sibling, but I mean, we've we've grown up we've grown up together we've been through a lot together and it's uh yeah it's just crazy like the journey we've been through with our racing and things like that i got to i got to test with her on monday and there i posted a photo of me and her sitting there in our alpine star leathers and just to see where we're at now to where we were right after my dad passed away in 2010 2011 like the struggle the struggle it, it, where we were at, I, 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 I legit thought we would never, never race again, you know, and to, to look at that photo and it was just cool, man. It's just a lot of hours and, you know, a lot of hard work and over the years and a lot of efforts from a lot of people that have helped us, uh, helped us out and to kind of see that photo and to know where we're at right now, it was just really cool for me to see that. And I just kind of don't want to get emotional on it, but it, it's just, it's just cool. Like we're still doing it and you know, we're, we're at the top level, still, still trying to make it happen. And it's been, uh, it's been a really cool journey so far. And to share it with Shana has been a really cool thing. Yeah. You guys have definitely come a long way from, from that time you talk about, you know, you just talked about and going to the races with a small toolbox and a, and a yellow, I, I guess, I don't know, was it a Penske van or <laughs> whatever yep. it was? Yeah. So you guys definitely come a long way, you know, and one thing that, you know, I should have touched on while she was on the show, but I mean, uh, she talked about, um, you know, putting the, the twin in the main event at Lima. And I remember that being there for that. And, uh, that's one of, you know, there's certain rides, uh, that happen in, you know, in racing that just stick out in your mind and that you, you remember. And, uh, for me, that was, uh, that was a surprising ride. I mean, I, I didn't expect her to put a twin in the main at a place like Lima and uh, see her do that, you know, back then. I mean, that, that one definitely sticks in my mind. I wish I maybe next time, if she is ever on the show, we can talk to her a little bit more about that, but great show, man. Excellent show. I thought. Yeah, for sure. It was good. I, uh, 
it's good to be back, man. I, I was bored last last Wednesday night. You know, I was hurting, but I was bored, you know. So it was good to be back home doing this. I definitely like talking with you guys. It's just fun for me. It takes my mind off. People ask, why do you do this podcast? You know, does it take a lot of your time? It's, not. it's like, man, I enjoy it, and I think it helps my racing career. Like, taking my mind off of the actual the the just being a pro racer and, and doing other stuff you know it, it helps me mentally everyone's different some guys don't want to take their focus away from other things but for me i always race my best when i'm loose and ha- loose and having fun and i don't overthink things so when i can spend time with my podcast and in my amateur team and things like that i think it helps me Corey texter as the racer you know it helps me out so i enjoy it this is something i really look forward to i love hearing from the fans on our our social media channels and things like that and it's something i genuinely enjoy doing because i'm a nerd of the sport just like you are man like i love flat track motorcycle racing i grew up watching it those guys are my heroes and i love it i could talk about it all the time there's there's nothing else in the world that I'd rather be a part of or talk about. So, uh, and outside of racing, uh, uh, there's not much I know about. So this is perfect <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are some races coming up we want to talk about, so you guys can check them out. The one I want to mention is the Best Ohio Summer Series taking place this weekend, August 15th and 16th in Harpster, Ohio. Short track on the 15th, half mile on the 16th. You can get more info on those events at Best Ohio Summer Series on Facebook. Check them out. Uh, Harpster's a really cool racetrack, big, fast half mile, and the, the short track's pretty awesome as well. They had the Amateur Nationals last year at Harpster, and it's a really cool facility, so make sure you check them out on Facebook for that information. Go race, man. Go race to Cushion Half Mile. It's it's not We don't have many of those Cushion Half Miles anymore, so get out there, get loose, twist the throttle, and, and yeah, have fun. Yeah, who doesn't love a cushion, right? And with, you know, I know there's a lot of hype about the Indy Mile right now, and everybody's thinking about Indy and talking about Indy. And uh, if you're in Indiana, RTR Motorplex, which is right in Indy, uh, they are having what's what they're calling a mini Indy night before the mile short track on Wednesday, August 19th. Um, you can get more info through their Facebook and Instagram at RTR Motorplex, uh, as well as through our tank slapping stories on Instagram. Uh, we'll post up some information, uh, some race flyers, so you can check it out there as well uh, on, on any event that we talk about. But the other cool thing I, I wanted to mention about RTR Motorplex is if you're going to be in the Indy, uh, if you're going to be in Indianapolis for the mile or, or whatever, um, they have camping available with water and electric hookups right at the racetrack. So get a hold of uh, them through Facebook, Instagram. First motocross national of the week this weekend. I thought we'd call up Noah Chambers. Chambers chimes in just for a quick call and to see he's 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 racing Loretta Lynn National. So I want to call him up quick and just get some insight on uh, his training and and what he's looking forward to this weekend. So Carter, you mind calling Noah up quick and get some insight from him? Big dog, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? What sounds like yeah. Sounds like you're on uh, the road. Not too bad. Yeah, I um, I'm driving to pick up my fucking van from the shop right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, first first motocross national of the year this weekend. We had to have you on. 
see what the hell what what the planning's been been like man and how's that all going are you stoked or what yeah i'm pumped up i mean um i'm leaving at like 6 a.m tomorrow morning 5 36 a.m tomorrow morning and they got on friday this year they actually got two practice they're giving us two practice sessions on friday which is uh pretty sweet because they don't typically do that typically it's right in the qualifying and then on uh, saturday so i'm looking forward to this weekend it should be cool that's cool. Hey, uh, you know, for those of you that obviously we talked to, you know, Chambers a lot on the show. If you don't follow his Instagram, it's Chambers underscore six six one. But on your story today, you posted up uh, a, a little story about your van, uh, saying uh, asking if uh, old Bessie's gonna get you to Tennessee. What was that? Uh, how, how'd that vote come out, man? Or, or is she making it? Uh, I think the I think everyone said everyone agreed that it was gonna make it. Um, but if we're being honest, man, I I mean truly I think like I said I'm going to the shop right now to pick it up. I was supposed to get the AC fixed today, um, and obviously it's not fixed. So I'm going to pick up this van and it's been in the shop all day. Still no AC. So, Why they make at, least, at least it's not hot out right now, you know. Yeah, at least it's not, you know, 100 degrees every day. Oh, yeah, Tennessee's not humid or nothing. It's never hot down there. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the van is like another training tool. You know what I mean? You're going to be that much more prepared when you get down there and it's race time and everyone's, like, coming out of their big, you know, motor coaches and AC and all that. You're going to be like, this is nothing, man. I drove down here and old Bessie with the windows down. You're going to be ready. I'm <laughs> I'm probably going to be pissed off. <laughs> it's going to exactly. be such a hot ride down there. <laughs> going to be fired he showed, up, man. He shows up. His face is all angry. It's like, dude, Chambers got his race face on. He's like, nah, he's just pissed off because he didn't have any air conditioner for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> he got his race face on. No, he just showed up. <laughs> well, we, my life, dude. we saw the press release that Roxon dropped out of the uh, out of the event after he saw your name on the pre-entry list. So that's... So that's cool, man. Just picking guys off. You don't even have to show up yet, and guys are dropping out. So that's uh, that's some intimidation factor right there. Yeah, spooking the uh, spooking the big names away. <laughs> so hey, we obviously now. I mean, now you're gonna have a ton of new followers. We plugged your Instagram, and I'm gonna say it again uh, for those that didn't catch it the first time. Chambers underscore six six one, which means I'm putting you on the spot. You got to blow up the stories this weekend and keep everybody up to date with what's with with what's going down. Are you are you gonna do that for us? Yeah, as long as I have uh, as long as I have service down there, man. I'll I'll post a bunch of stuff on my story. Um, last time I was down there, it was really hard to get service. Um, I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere, but uh, like I said, I mean, I'm sure the hotel at nighttime will have uh, have some stuff. So yeah, I'll definitely put stuff up on my story. I want to see pictures of you in the van with sweat rolling down your brow on the drive down. Like, let's start it there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, what are your what are your expectations, dude? I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but what what would be a good weekend for you? And what are you kind of expecting? I mean, you've you've raced Loretta's before, but never never really a national. So, what are you, what are you expecting, dude? Uh, honestly, as long as I go down there and I ride like I have been riding and I know, you know, like, if I ride like I know how to ride and have fun, um, 
I think I, I think I can do pretty good, honestly. I think I, you know, I'll have a shot to to make it in as long as I ride smart and don't don't make mistakes and don't overthink it, you know. Because there's typically there's a, I usually put a lot of pressure on myself going to these races, but uh, I don't know why, you know. It's not like anyone's paying me or nothing. I'm just going out of my van, and that's kind of the mindset like I have going into this. It's like, well, I'm just taking my van. It's just me and my my little brother is going to come out with me, but he's He's 15. He can't even really do anything. I don't even think he's allowed to help me out of the line. I think he's too young. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, I'm going to do the best I can with, with what I got. And as long as I'm having fun, like, I don't, you know, that's really all I care about. You know what I mean? I think I can do well. How cool is that, man? I mean, what's not to love about a guy going to a national in a van with no AC and his 15-year-old little brother. <laughs> if, if we just didn't What's get he going to do? Yeah. What's he going to do the whole time? That's you, a good you question. You need to buy like, him some even... tokens and send him to the arcade or something, dude. Like, he literally, he can't even, like, maybe maybe I'll put him behind the wheel, like, <laughs> make him drive some hours, like, out in them Tennessee roads. <laughs> just be like, yeah, don't do anything stupid. Like, I'll kick back and take a nap. We've all it. done it, dude. We've all yeah. done it. We've all we've all thrown that fourteen year old behind the wheel and said, Don't do anything stupid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or maybe yeah, just classic. some some of us have done it. Yeah. Uh, if you're hey if, if, if you're if you're a motorcycle racer, you've done it. <laughs> so Yeah, it's classic, man. Well, hey, we wanna you know, you got a lot of people behind you, and that 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 means me and Corey for sure, at least. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah. Uh, hey, we just want to wish you the best, and uh, you know, we want to see you down there kicking ass and having good times. And we can't wait to to follow weekend long. And just um, like I said, we want to be the best, Corey. Yeah, no, I appreciate um, I appreciate you guys calling and checking in on me. And uh, like I said, man, hopefully I can uh, hopefully I can back it up. I can do pretty good and uh, you know let it hang out and make I'm, that uh, gate, dude. It, I don't know. Land sharks next week. Land sharks next week. You're on that gate. We're gonna put them put them down. That's it, man. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm fired up for it. You know what I mean? It should be uh, it should be, dude. I'm getting in my van right now. This thing, I swear to God, this thing's still taken apart. Oh my God, I'm way behind schedule. <laughs> if you guys, could, uh, if only you guys could see this right now, you'd be like, post oh a my pic, God. dude. Let's post a pic on the on the gram. We want to see the van. We'll share it. Like, we'll share it on our door. <laughs> I just Is opened the, the door and like broke? the handle's broken. Yeah, and um. Like, the whole, like, doghouse is taken off. Like, I'm looking at the engine right now. Jesus. <laughs> when are you supposed to leave? Uh, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. You got time, man. You got time. I got right time. On. I got time. Let's see if this thing fires up. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, it literally just stalled out. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, it's all right, out. man. We'll let you go. We'll 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 keep in touch with you all weekend on your stories and uh, kick some ass, bro. Have fun, and we'll uh, we'll chat with you next week. Get an update from you. Yeah, man. Thanks for the call, guys. It was uh, 
Good talking to you, and um, we'll be in contact. We'll see you on the podium. Yeah, I hope Can so. you imagine? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'd be great. All Maybe right. some money. <laughs> Later, man. All right. Take care. See ya. <laughs> He's so great, man. I, I don't know how you can't love that guy. Uh, you know, like I said, if you're listening to the show, I, I know you heard his name before, but uh, check him out, man, on Instagram. He he's a crack up. He, he's he, he's a character. Yeah, some of his video mix-ups are uh, his edits he puts together of uh, drinking and riding and not drinking and riding at the same time. <laughs> well, we don't know, you know. But no, just like chugging beers and just like yeah, being being a kid, man, uh, just having fun. So check him out. He's he's you know flat track fan and motocross national. We we got some interest, dude. We got a we got a rider in the motocross nationals. So go we're in the game. Chambers. We're in, in the, the game, game, baby. We're in the like game. Like I said, Roxton dropped out. He was scared, so I, I don't know, man. He's that's what I heard. Him off yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Chambers on the on the, <laughs> on the entry list and was like, "I'm out." Well, like Shana said, they're having their bachelorette party this weekend. They're going down to the beach, and the boys the boys will play. Briar's bachelor party is also this weekend, so. We were going to hit up Atlantic City. We got all kinds of drinks ordered. We were going to ha- – oh, man, we're hitting the clubs. It's going to – no, I'm just kidding, dude. We ain't doing none of that. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to the motocross track, and we're golfing and shooting clay pigeons or whatever the hell they're called. So, uh, yeah, it should be fun. It's, it sounds like a list of shit that I'm not good at, so it should be, uh, it should be entertaining. You should surprise Shayna and mow, mow the lawn for her. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she lives far away now, dude. I could drive, dude. I should drive the mower down the. Ro- I should drive the mower on the road from my house to her house. Can you oh, that imagine? Would, that would take you. Would, that would take so long. Like that would probably would that, take. Would it blow up? It's an hour drive. It's like sixty miles. That would take all day, right? That it's would take, fast mower. That would take a good five to six hours on a lawnmower. I, yeah. I, I I would be willing to bet. That'd be amazing. We should do like a fundraiser and do it. That'd be cool. That would, that would be awesome. Instead of the 580 bicycle ride, I'm going to ride my mower 60 miles down the road to Shana's <laughs> house and show up. Dude, she would freak out if I showed up in the on the mower. It, it, she would just lose it if I did that. I don't and know. Then have, so... and, then, and then she would have to give you a ride home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then I'd, I'd have to leave the mower there probably. So nah, we're not doing that. She wouldn't let me ride the mower back. So. No, what you I mean, do is you just tell her you're taking it back because it's your only way to get home. And then, <laughs> you know, you will go around the corner loaded up on a trailer. Ah, <laughs> uh, so many good ideas going on right now. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you guys for, for tuning in. Got a little off topic there, but we appreciate you tuning in. Check us out iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Leave some reviews. We got a three-star review. I'm a little bummed about it. There was no, no, no comment, but... Yeah, I'd rather get a one star than a three star. Like, if you're gonna I, hammer us, I'm, I'm gonna take that as fat thumbs, you know, typo. That's all that was. Three yeah, star, man. It just, it just, we're average, so, you know, it's cool. We'll, we'll do better. Well, you we know try. what? Remember the one star review? We, we, we brought them back, remember? Because they, they took it up. It, yeah, we brought them back. Maybe we can do the same with the three star. You know, maybe we can yeah. get them to bump it up a little bit. Pump that three up to four or five, and uh, we'd be stoked. 
Nah, we don't care. Just, yeah, we appreciate the info. We appreciate the reviews, good or bad. We like to hear from you guys. Uh, that's all we got, man. Hope you guys enjoy it. We'll catch up with you soon next week. Thanks for that podcast. Peace. See ya.